The Talking Point with Kathy Mosasana. Weekdays, 9 a.m. till midday. Well, let's continue the thinking point here and take a look at the developments in Eswatini. Tokozani Gunen is the General Secretary of the Communist Party of Swaziland. Mr. Gunen, good morning to you. Thanks for your time today. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning to the listeners of there seems to have been an ongoing onslaught against young people who've been protesting in Eswatini, and this has now resulted in the military being deployed and uh, effectively cracking down on these young protesters and arresting some of them. Uh, tell us exactly what's been happening. It's really the, the situation in the country, I think, is, is responding to the demand for democracy where we are in a situation where we have made practical commitments that for us to achieve what we want we must render the country uncovering mm. i think what we are experiencing are such conditions uh, everyone in particular the youth in schools today and uh, in the universities are responding to the call and they are responding to the challenges faced by the country in the entire education system. And as such, the regime is responding with such uh, impunities, with such uh, violence. Uh, we have seen unprecedented uh, cases where young children are being uh, butchered and chowed by, by the army and the police. And truly, in the whole school environment, mm. it has been the police for the past months now with the army deployed harassing and terrorizing young people in the schools. When you talk about harassing and terrorizing them, give me specifics of what the army is doing and to what extent have we seen any arrests of these young people? If they are arresting them, you know, what are the charges that they say they're bringing against them? What are the conditions under which they're being held? Some are charged and they are charged with terrorism. Uh, others are just simply detained and they uh, released without charges. But what is more, it's uh, the brutality that is being uh, inflicted in many other than the few that are being taken to, to, to police stations and courts. But what is happening is that the regime through the army is unleashing violence against the students, against the protests, which has gone all over the country and which is more, in one way or another, showing any a systematic way that the regime's campaign to retain the dictatorship is only through using violence and brutalizing those in the protest, irrespective mm. of whatever they are and how much a, 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 a strength they use. Because in, in the nightshare, the students are in active protest. In the one way, it's in the centrality of their protest, is to fight against how the regime has used the school fee system to impoverish our communities. Because it is under a condition where 70% of the people are in poverty. But for one to take a child to school, you may not spend whatever the grade. You can't spend less than 5000 per child per year. And with population that is unemployed. But the reality is that the regime takes this money to feed the luxury of the dictatorship. So they have seen that they have to use even the school system 
and poverty job population. So the youth and the students are responding directly to that. And they are saying it is only when education is free. Mm. And the education can only be free when the regime is done. So that's why the regime has to respond in that way, because in the back of their mind, they are aware that the students are fighting the system of dictatorship. And the theater of this battle is taking place just in the schools where the regime is undermining the future of our people. The protests that have been taking place have been uh, doing so for some time now. It's been a couple of months. Have you found that there has been any change um, in terms of the response of the, of the government or even any meaningful talks about this call and this demand for a more democratic country? The attitude of the dictatorship is to ignore the demand, the normal noble demand for democratization. So instead they are trying to make everything possible to survive or keep time. But on the other side, the growth of the movement demanding democracy is to unprecedented levels now. And the attitude of our population to say democracy now and with whatsoever means is now the moral and the agitation of our population. So we are seeing a growth in the demand for freedom. We are seeing the resoluteness of our population towards ending the dictatorship. And to that scale, it says, irrespective of the use of the arms of war, the police and the army by the regime, we are saying only when this strategy of the regime is being failed mm. that our freedom can be achieved. Because Mswati is not prepared in any way to use or to take any other more workable conditions so like to, to respond to the demands and democratize. He says he wants to keep his dictatorship and Timbunja wants to keep itself in power and manipulate our population forever. So unless the might of the military, the might of the brutality and violence is being undermined, it is only that moment where we can right. direct that we are moving closer to achieve our objectives. So we are seeing this as an obstruction that the regime has resolved to do and All which right. We need to attend it systematically. Mr. Kunene, I want us to talk about the involvement of the regional partners when it comes to this uh, conflict. It's just after 9.30. Luyanda Maume is standing by with your latest news headlines. Luyanda. Hashtag SFM Talking Point. We'll continue the conversation on 011-714-2006. Uh, that's where I'll be taking your calls this morning, 011-714-2006. Of course, you can talk about any of the issues that are on the agenda or raise something else of your own on the WhatsApp line, those voice notes to 0614-104-107. So we're in conversation for the thinking point with Tokozani Gunene, who is the General Secretary of the Communist Party of Swaziland. So, Mr. Kunene, then, given the fact that they, there's this crackdown, as you are saying, by the state forces, whether it's the police and the military, and they're targeting protesters, and now, uh, you know, the bulk of those protesters are young people, which means that they are coming under fire. Do you feel that there has been anything meaningful out of the processes that have been engaged, whether it's through SADC or just some of the independent talks that are taking place with those in Eswatini? 
Uh, so far, we could uh, confidently say they have, they are, would be like ridiculous in one way or another. They are, most of the institutions are siding with the regime. That is our view. And we think, uh, in particular, Sadak, they are highly compromised. They are really not helping the situation. Because if they will fail to recognize that Swaziland under them, under Mswati and his Tingula government, they are a dictatorship. They are, there is no democracy under the system in Swaziland. If they fail to recognize that as a principle, they will also have that short-sightedness to recognize that the people of Swaziland who are oppressed by the system are rising against the system. So if in that case that becomes a problem, other than to say it is a systematic societal activity to solve the problem in the country, because the problem in Swaziland is the dictatorship, and the mm-hmm. people are rising against the dictatorship. So the entry point of this institution must first recognize that reality, and then if they do so, they can better contribute towards a progressive resolution of the of the situation. But as we see now, one they will only they will, can only choose to mislead the world, Sadak in particular, by not giving the practical situation of the development in the country, in particular the attitude of state mm. violence against protesters. So not one way or another, you will say that they are contributing negatively to what should be a systematic solution of the problem. So we, uh, we doubt and say, what then informs the attitude of Sadak that promotes democracy to fail to attend to the situation in Southern in the manner at which it is in. And that's why we are saying it appears to be a compromised institution or a, a community that has to play a role but decides to play, play it in other ways. So in the meantime, as we speak today, we think that further contribution into the situation in the country is meaningless because it cannot in any case mm. uh, uh, impose the dictatorship in the lives of our people now, because the people consciously are responding against the leadership. So, but we are saying in the future, we want these institutions to review their attitude. One commonwealth to review their attitude. One, uh, 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 even the U.S. and other imperialist organizations, including the, the, the EU, to revise their attitude and approach, because they must realize that their life and their connection with the Swazi population is no longer making any sense to say their link is through the Swati dictatorship because it is under fire, it is rejected by the entire population. So we think there is a need for them to nest their uh, abilities, to nest their connection with the regime and try to change in the manner that it will give in a proper solution to the problem. Because right. up to now, we see it as just a mega a misuse of the institutional abilities by claiming that they are involved in the situation in Southern. When in our view is that they are bluffing the world, but instead they are prompting the regime to think they can spin to power because they are representative of an institution mm. that are supportive to the regime, which we are saying is ridiculous.
All right, Tokozani Kunene, we're going to have to leave it there for this morning. He's the General Secretary of the Communist Party of Swaziland. And, you know, a, a lot has to be said about the fact that they, one doesn't get a sense of outrage at what is happening in Eswatini. You hear from the likes of the Communist Party, from the likes of, you know, some of the representatives um, that, they, that they have about the situation in the country and the crackdown on pr- protesters. But, you know, it, it, it seems to just end there. Where is where is the outrage over how people are being treated, over this crackdown of, you know, on, on students? Uh, you know, some, some of the reports suggest that, you know, some students have been shot and, and, and that is, uh, again, reports by the Communist Party of, of, of Swaziland. Uh, you have the Trade Union Congress. Uh, who says that these students are being targeted because they're calling for political reforms. And I wonder how much of the story resonates with us as as South Africans, because we know the power that young people have. We are living uh, in many ways in a democratic country today because of the contributions of very brave young people 